Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE 2017, week 30, from July 24th through July 26th, 2017. Uh, So, previously, previously on the podcast, we talked about Battleground 2017, potentially disappointing results from a lot of the nights. I overall enjoyed it, as I have already talked about, but if you did not enjoy it, and even if you did enjoy it, I thought this week absolutely blew it out of the water, uh, nailing things left and right. Well, well, Raw was pretty good. SmackDown was fantastic. NXT was also pretty good, and uh, main event was, uh, was solid. 205 Live was great. So, let's start with this week's episode of Raw. Uh, Kurt Angle comes out and says, Brock will face, interrupted by Braun Strowman, says, the next words that come out of your mouth better be Braun Strowman, or else. Samoa Joe comes out, says, give the beast to me. Roman comes out, no me, big dog, yard is mine. And Kurt decides, Brock... Lesnar will face Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman in a fatal four-way. Braun says, all I care about is piling bodies. And then they brawl. Uh, he kills security. The entire locker comes out. Still, they just still keep going at it. Pretty, pretty fun. Pretty fun. Pretty fun segment. Uh, up next, we had Finn Balor versus Elias Sampson in a no disqualification match as a follow up to the guitar to the head, the El Kabonging of Finn Balor last week. Uh, before Finn comes out, Elias sings a song for Finn, which is pretty awesome because it segues <laughs> like, oh my god, well done, well done, team. The whole AV team. Specifically, the sound sound folks nailed that, and Elias nailed that. <laughs> the the comes right in time on the on on Elias's song. Awesome, and I guess Elias is is just Elias now, not Elias Sampson. Why Elias Sampson? He sounds that sounds like a folk singer. Just Elias sounds like. Uh, it's, it sounds like an eight-year-old soccer player. Um, uh, I don't know what that's about. Uh, maybe we'll find out more. Maybe there's a reason for it. There's probably not. Um, <laughs> Finn Balor. Oh, I'm reading these notes. I'm, I'm re- reading all of my notes days and days later, so I'm reminded of some of these things that happened. Um, <laughs> uh, is, Elias Samson gets, uh, gets caught up in the apron, Finn Balor uses that apron to trap him in there and is beating him up. And after he he he, he gets the final punch in, uh, Samson drops down into the apron. <laughs> and I forget who said it. If it was Corey or Michael or or Booker T, whoever said it, it made me laugh so hard. Say Samson has disappeared. <laughs> Oh, it was beautiful. Beautiful moment. Uh, Finn Balor is about to win in this no disqualification match with a coup de gras, but a break happens. A, a Bray Wyatt break. 
uh, he appears, hits Finn Balor with his sister Abigail, and Samson crawls over, or did, or did Bray Wyatt pull him over on top of him, whatever, whatever the case may be, Elias Samson wins a match against Finn Balor with no disqualifications, of course, that's the only way that Finn Balor could be defeated is if it's no disqualifications and extra friends help, if he could even consider them friends. I want Bray Wyatt and, and Elias Sampson to form a band. It's the new Wyatt family. It's actually uh, 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 like, a, like a folk death metal... <laughs> bug just flew in my mouth. Oh my god. Ugh. I don't even know if I got it out. It went so... so it was like... It was like the Millennium Falcon in Return of the Jedi. It just gets straight to the core. And it may have escaped unscathed, but it definitely deposited uh, a proton charge that will make my head explode. So I'm going to try not to think about it. Try not to think about it. Hey, right, Enzo Amore... Not Enzo, Enzo Smith, that other wrestler. Okay, I have to skip ahead, because uh, there, were, there was a wrestler on NXT this week, and his name was, was his, his name was, his name was Timothy Bumpers. Timothy Bumpers. Timothy Bumpers is the name of a wrestler that appeared on NXT television this week. <laughs> yeah, um, I love it. I th- that's my favorite favorite name for a wrestler ever. I mean, I'm not gonna buy it. Well, I if they did make a Timothy Bumpers T-shirt, I would buy. It. I would make a Timothy Bumpers T-shirt. Did I get his first name right? Pretty sure it's Timothy. Okay, let, let me just double-check that. Yeah, Timothy Bumpers. Timothy Bumpers. That's a million times better than Johnny Knockout. Which is, like, the second-best wrestling name ever. Timothy Bumpers. Especially for someone that just gets destroyed by the person he got destroyed by. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Speaking of destroying things, big casts defeats Enzo Smith, I mean Amore, with a big boot, just destroys him, and Big Show comes to the rescue, but Cass hits him with a bunch of Empire elbows, and comes out on top. Uh, Okay, there's no evidence either way this week, but to be able to defeat the Big Show, Big Cass has to be a werewolf. Has to be. He must be a werewolf. And I will I will continue to insist on that premise for as long as we are not denied uh, uh, otherwise. We uh, as long as we are not told otherwise explicitly on screen, I will continue to hope for and and uh, pitch that Big Cass is a werewolf. And you're gonna get sick of it. I'm gonna get sick. I am already sick of uh, sick of it. But it has to. It has to be at this point. He has to be a werewolf. Uh, we had Bailey versus Sasha Banks for number one contendership for the Raw Women's Championship. The winner of this match will face Alexa Bliss 
at SummerSlam for the Raw Women's Championship. The exact same thing I just said, but in, in slightly different words, more specific for SEO. That's important. That's important to say all of the specific words. Get all those in there. Raw Women's Championship. Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, that's the full name of it. Um, they, uh, they're friendly, but Sasha seems pretty confident that she's going to win. It's like, she's being nice, but it's like, ah, uh, yeah, you, you have a very strong competitor face right now, Ms. Banks. And, uh, and you end up losing to her. Bailey reverses a pin, surprise victory, catches Sasha by surprise. If she knew that was going to happen, she would have got that bank statement in there. We reversed it even more into that bank statement. She did get that uh, once or twice, but she did not do a unique variation of it. She didn't do it around uh, guardrail or some other unique way. Oh, uh, speaking of that, uh, of unique moves, we had a... I only saw the clip of it. I didn't see the full match. Uh, I think it was Nia Jax versus Emma. She hit a senton... A rolling senton, is that the name of it? And, uh, yeah, really awesome. Awesome to see some additional uh, moves being added to her repertoire, especially something as impressive as that. Okay, so Bailey will face Alexa Bliss at the SummerSlam competition pay-per-view for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Alexa Bliss is probably going to win, I think. I think... I'm pretty sure she will. I'm pretty sure she will. We'll talk about this more as we get closer to the actual the actual event. Up next, we had Jason Jordan his debut match on Raw versus Kurt Hawkins, who has recently celebrated his 100th defeat in a row. This match included in that impressive, impressive streak. Um... <laughs> Uh, Jason Jordan gets hit by a cheap shot from Kurt, which kind of sets him off. He just absolutely destroys Kurt Hawkins from that point forward. Uh, so there we go. Jordan, Jason Jordan starting off strong, showing his, his father what he's really made of. That Kurt Angle DNA coursing through his veins. He's got, he's gold-blooded, haha. Uh, okay, and then our main event from Raw, much-anticipated match, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose team up versus The Miz Taraj, The Miz, uh, Curtis Axel, and Bo Dallas, <laughs> that's right, a two-on-three match, but Seth and Dean work together, uh, <laughs> During his match, I forget, I forget what the context of this was, but uh, Corey says, "Booker, do you listen to anything I say?" And Booker simply says, "No." <laughs> uh, there, there was a lot of moments like that throughout this episode. That was kind of the peak of it. It's like what, you, you're absolutely ignoring every single thing I say. Why am I even talking? Why are, are either of us even talking? We're just repeating each other. Or uh, going off on different, uh, totally misunderstanding what each other said, whatever. Anyway, um, 
<laughs> Kurt hits his drop kick at one point in the match, and he says, "Oh my! This this is Kurt saying this." Curtis. Uh, he goes, "Oh my God! How good was that?" I think that was my favorite moment of the week. There's a lot of stuff that I'm forgetting. No, it was not my. It was my favorite moment of Raw. Because it made me laugh a lot. <laughs> he was like so proud of hitting that one one drop cake. Um, oh my gosh, how long is this episode so far? Almost thirteen minutes, and we're not we're not even through raw yet. Um, oh my gosh, uh, Bo Dallas got sent uh, out of the ring under the bottom rope, and it looked really similar to when Enzo Mori suffered a concussion uh, catching his head on that bottom rope. Um, I w- Yeah, it looked bad. It looked bad, but uh, he was doing stuff afterwards, so he is probably okay. I haven't, I haven't heard anything about him being actually injured or anything, but it looked painful. It looked like his head... Uh, was nearly lopped off, but uh, yeah, that, that was that was crazy. We got a flying knee and a dirty deeds combination from Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. They got the win. They celebrate a little bit. Dean, uh, well, they embrace, they hug, but then it seems like Dean was going, "Oh, wait, what are we doing?" And then like kind of pushes them away, and then like does more of like a more like a sports sports locker room type uh, interactions, and then Seth puts his hand out for the fist bump and is denied, left hanging. So, where does, where, where will this, where will all of this go? I think we'll see Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins at SummerSlam, for whatever reason. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We have a few weeks. We got a few weeks. Like, three weeks to figure that all out. Um, okay, so that, uh, let's skip forward a little bit, skip forward in airtime, but uh, this happened immediately after Raw in real time. Main event: Cedric Alexander versus Tony Nese. Check this. Check this match out. Check this match out. Do yourself a favor. Check this match out. Um, all Cedric Alexander matches. All Tony Nese matches. I can't think of any ma- of the of either of these guys' matches, unless they're tag team matches, and even then, still do some impressive stuff, um, that I do, I do not like, but check this, check this match out, if for nothing else but the final move, a lumbar check from Cedric Alexander, his lumbar checks are, uh, amazing, I will say this every single time I see it happen, beautiful, as long as they keep being beautiful, I I have yet to see one that is not. And everybody, it, there's a different result every time. And uh, nine times out of ten, it's like, dang, they, oh, he, he just nailed the heck out of that. Uh, this, in this case, dude, Tony Nese gets so much air out of that lumbar check. It's ridiculous. He gets more air than some guys do uh, jumping, like in a when <laughs> not being attacked, like trying to actually jump in a jumping manner. He got more air than that, 
it, it was great. It was great. Um, also, Kalisto versus Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz catches Kalisto out of these these high flying moves. Just catches him right of air out of the air and gets uh, that sit out power bomb to win the match. We didn't see the standing uh, moonsault. Is this standing? Yeah, I think it's standing moonsault. Or is standing shooting star press. Whatever. We didn't see that from Apollo Crews, and he was still able to win. Imagine if he if he busted all that out. Then he would just destroy the former U.S. champion, Kalisto. Imagine that. Uh, 18 months ago. Not 18 months. Like 16 months ago. 14 months ago. Kalisto was the United States champion. And now we have the one of the biggest rivalries of the century, of the year. Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, the U- United States Championship. Totally different scene. Nothing against Kalisto at all. He's awesome. But Kalisto and Ryback versus... This is not a tag team uh, pitch. I'm saying that rivalry uh, put up, put alongside Kevin Owens and AJ Styles. Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, every time, every time, and that brings us to SmackDown Live. Uh, we open with Kevin Owens, who is newly crowned as a three-time United States Champion. Bringing back the open challenge next week. But AJ comes out. He wants his rematch tonight. Last time, got stuck in all of this elimination chamber nonsense that got AJ out of the one on one rematch situation. Travesty. Now, it comes out, I want that rematch tonight. But somebody else wants their rematch as well. Chris Jericho. Take the world That's the, the music. His music. Um, welcome back, man. He wants his rematch as well. Shane comes out. All right. You'll both get your rematch at the same time. Triple threat tonight. Main event of the year so far, I think. Other than uh, DIY versus... What was it? DIY versus Revival versus... um, Was that triple threat? Yeah, it was. Triple threat elimination ladder match? No, not elimination ladder match. What... What did happen in that? What did happen in that match? I don't remember. I I cannot remember what. No, it was it was uh, just the two teams against each other. That's right. That's right. That was really cool. That was a really good match. Was this triple threat match better than that? Uh, I, probably more invested in it. I think. Yeah, I, I was more invested in this than than that ladder match. No, I I don't know. I don't know. Main roster, main event of the year so far. Uh, but we'll get to that. We'll get to the, the details of the match itself. First, we had 
Shinsuke Nakamura versus Baron Corbin in a match that was better than their match on the pay-per-view. And this whole this whole episode is kind of like Alright, let's redo everything. But this is like the second time this happened. Two pay-per-views in a row that they basically had redo it in that following episode. Like, okay, these matches weren't as good as they should have been. Redone. Redoing. We're redoing it. So, we had Nakamura versus Baron Corbin. Crazy clothesline at the ramp that is just brutal. Uh, Nakamura wins with the Kinshasa. Uh, I forget who won at the pay-per-view. doesn't matter. Well, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Naomi uh, approaches, uh, what's her name? The winner of that <laughs> number one contendership match, Natalia. Uh, she says, you're stuck in the dirty dungeon. This is the future. Pointing at her light-up title. Because Natalia said, oh, it, looks like a, it looks like a kid's toy. Awful. Like, no, it is awesome. And Natalia, shut up. Shut up, Natalia. Uh, <laughs> uh, Carmella comes over. She's wearing a free Ellsworth shirt. She probably did get it for free, but it says free, like, set him free. Set Ellsworth free. He suffered in silence for long enough, like, t- like two weeks now. Um... I thought that was pretty good. I forget what Carmella said, but she she basically was showing off for reminding everybody that she has that money in the bank contract. And uh, that brings us to Charlotte and Becky versus Lana and Tamina. Uh, Charlotte wins the match after hitting Lana with a big boot. Tamina is pretty mad at Lana, but she's still... Yeah, oh, wait, come on, come on, let's go. Come on. You, you really stunk up the joint, but come on. Let's go. Let's let's talk about it. Uh, Jinder Mahal demands a new opponent, and John Cena comes out. He says, "Nice to meet you. I'm John Cena. You can't see me. Hit the trumpets." Daniel Bryan says, "No, you got to earn. You've got to earn your championship match. If you're going to have a championship match, championship match, championship championship match." Oh, another tongue twister. Um, <laughs> go check out the F Word, uh, Season 1, Episode 8, uh, for another great tongue twister that I stumbled upon today. Who does he have to fight next week to earn that championship match against Jinder Mahal for the, uh, for the WWE Championship? Shinsuke Nakamura. Ah oh, yes, we have a, a brief interview interview a little a little bit later on, which I felt was, did not get the kind of reaction that it should have. I thought it was pretty clever. It says John Cena, I can't. Uh, you know, he's quoting him. He says, "You can't see me. Well, then I guess I will see Jinder Mahal at SummerSlam instead, or something. You know, basically that." Uh, okay, I do understand why I didn't get the reaction that I quite got. Because it was a little bit clunky. There's, like, changing of point of view, uh, th- first person, second, per- third person, all of that. Uh, yeah, but I appreciate. I appreciate what they're going for with that very brief interview. We had Sami Zayn and Ty Dillinger face off against Mike Kanellis. You know, Maria's husband and Aiden English. Uh, Sammy wins the match with a Hiluva kick. 
uh, out of a, a very, uh, a very strong tag team, uh, tag team tactic from, uh, between Sammy and Ty Dillinger. Uh, yeah, they, they work together really well. They work together really well. Awesome. Awesome work. Together. Really well. Uh, the New Day comes out, but they're attacked by the Usos during their entrance. Like, before they even come out. Big E is doing his thing on the microphone, and they attack. So, uh, they mean business. They are not happy that they lost their championships. Um, and then we have the main event, Chris Jericho, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, um, we, we, so, okay, just watch this match, couple of highlights, I only wrote down two highlights, I only wrote down two highlights, a lion salt was implemented to break up a brutal calf crusher, that was great, and AJ Styles, after Kevin Owens uh, puts Chris down for, uh, he, he's about to win that thing and keep that championship, but AJ Styles, he doesn't break it up, he simply pulls Kevin off of him. If he broke it up, it, I think it would have snapped Chris out of it, and uh, he would have been back in the fight. But because he, he simply pulled him off, g- gently almost, quite nearly a gentle pull-off, what is that? What is that? Uh, AJ steals the pin, wins the United States Championship back, and new two-time United States Champion AJ Styles. Oh, it was great to see that championship win on television also. This match was a billion, billion, billion times better than the match on Sunday, and Kevin is mad. He gets, he grabs that microphone, says, rematch next week, rematch next week. You heard me, rematch next week, rematch next week. So next week, get a rematch. Will Kevin be able to get his championship back? I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited to find out because if the match is anywhere near as good as this main event was, it's going to be awesome. Two crazy good matches, uh, potentially next week. John, C- John Cena versus Shinsuke Nakamura, and, which is probably the actual main event as far as being on last on the night. Uh, and Kevin Owens' rematch for the United States Championship against the new champion, AJ Styles. Oh, I'm excited. Pretty excited. All right, onward to 205 Live. No talking smack. Ugh awful. It's, uh, but we did see the first edition of Smacking Talk, uh, over on uh, Daniel Bryan's Instagram, or, or not his Instagram, his, um, his Twitter. Go check that out. Or was that last week? I can't, I think it was this week that he did that. And he made fun of, uh, he, he revealed, he revealed some important news, some important news. I'm not going to spoil it because that's the whole point of the, the episode. Um, I hope they keep, keep 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 on doing that. Keep on doing that. 205 Live. Aria Daivari versus Neville. Aria wins via countout. 
Uh, partially due to Akira Tozawa's presence at ringside, they, they almost get into a fight, but the refs stop it from happening. The Brian Kendrick comes out and uh, makes fun of Jack Gallagher. He keeps he gives him a, a digital makeover, turns him into a clown. Jack Gallagher comes out and he says, "You know, I've tried to be nice, but you know what? I'm just going to knock your bloody head off." That is not that is not a good impression of Jack Gallagher. That is not a good impression of Jack Gallagher in any way. Um, so yeah, he runs after him, tries to beat him up. And then we're on to Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan versus TJP and Tony Nice. This is the challenge that TJP set forth to Rich Swan last week. Uh, Rich Swan got an excellent partner, but the nefarious, the nefarious tagged tactics of TJP and Nice. Remember, tactics, that's T-A-G-T-I-C-S, is uh, my word for tag team tactics. Uh, they uh, they work together. Tony Nice spills Cedric Alexander off of the ropes. He's about to go for a high-flying move, and TJP takes advantage of that, rolls him up, and gets the pin. Uh, at one point, when Tony Nice was in action, Corey Graves describes... Uh, describes his his style or whatever he was doing as full contact cardio. Looking to get in shape. Uh, wrestle Tony Nice for an hour each day. <laughs> That's full contact cardio right there. Um, so yeah, pretty solid episode of 205 Live. Uh, who's going to face... It's probably going to be Ari Daivari versus Neville. Right? Maybe a triple. Th- we have not seen a triple threat on a pay per view for the uh, the the cruiserweight championship. That would be pretty cool to see at SummerSlam. Not on the freaking pre show. Don't put it on the freaking pre show. Do not put it on the freaking pre show, please. Come on. What do we have to do? Put it on the main event. Main event that thing. Arya Davari, Neville. Jack Gallagher and Cedric Alexander, fatal four-way for the Cruiserweight Championship. Heck, why not? Do it. Uh, oh, what if they did it? They could do that. They could do a... They, they wouldn't do that to, to get it off of Neville, though. That'd be crazy. What if at Survivor Series... I hope this is what they do. I hope that they do a battle royal of just the cruiserweights for the cruiserweight championship. Uh, even there's only like 10 of them that would like everybody who's in on 205 live, all of the regular folks are so freaking good. It, and I think there's like 10 or 12 of them put all of them in a battle royal at Survivor Series for the Cruiserweight Championship. It would be freaking awesome. It would be freaking awesome. So, uh, let's move. Let, let's talk about NXT. At Ember Moon, come out to fight Lady Tapa. That's L E I apostrophe D Tapa, who is from. Uh, where is she from? I didn't write it down. But, oh my gosh, I, <laughs> freaking Nigel, man, this guy, oh, <laughs> it says, Ember Moon needs some sleep, did you see those red eyes? 
Oh, so dumb. But amazing. Amazing. Uh, at first, Lady Tapa tosses Ember around, but uh, she, she gets the fight in her. Ember Moon makes a comeback. Uh, it looked like it was going to be a Tornado DDT, like, coming off the top ropes, top of the ropes. It turns into a friggin' soup, suplex. It's like a tornado suplex. What? I was blown away. Uh, Amber is just angry. She ends up hitting... She she was crazy on her. And hits the eclipse and gets the win. She gets on the mic and says to Asuka, question, the, the real question is, are you ready for Ember Moon? Asuka probably thinks so, but is she actually? We'll find out. At NXT Brooklyn TakeOver 3, wrong word order, uh, it's officially announced it'll be Ember Moon versus Asuka for the women's NXT Women's Championship at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. They don't say 3, they say TakeOver Brooklyn. It's, it's understood. I guess it's understood. It goes without saying, because they do not say it. Up next, I mentioned this guy uh, just a few moments ago. His name is Timothy Bumpers. Timothy Bumpers. Timothy Bumpers, tag team partner of David Ramos. They face off against Authors of Pain. Well, they're supposed to. Before they uh, Authors of Pain get to the ring, Nikki, Nikki Cross, stands out on the ramp stops them, uh, Sanity, Alexander Wolf and Killian Dane attack good old Timothy Bumpers and David Ramos from behind, take them out, uh, but then they're, they end up getting beaten up a little bit too much, a little more than they would have preferred by the Authors of Pain, so the message has been sent. Without words... It's definitely going to be Authors of Pain versus Sanity at uh, TakeOver Brooklyn. What if... uh, I think at some point we're going to end up having Sanity as all of the champions. They are none of the champions yet. None of them have won a championship yet. But I can see Eric Young as the NXT champion, Nikki Cross as the women's champion, and uh, Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf as the tag team champions. It's headed that direction. I think the first step is the those tag team championships. Because uh, you can't have all these super dominant uh, champions. All, all of them undefeated. Bobby Roode's going down. He is going down at the hand of Drew McIntyre. Absolutely. Absolutely. If, he, if Drew McIntyre does not win at TakeOver Brooklyn... I will be shocked. Um, I mean, I, 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 I hope everybody knows I am a huge Bobby Roode fan, but Drew McIntyre is friggin' awesome. And uh, it's, it's got to go in that direction. I hope so. I hope so. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, Selena Vega warns Noe Jose that he's messing with the wrong uh, guy. Uh, Andrade Cien Almas, because uh, he got kind of mixed up in their business uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, yeah, I, I, we're going to see Noe Jose versus uh, Almas at some point in the very near future, I am sure. Uh, 
Um, then we have Velveteen Dream versus Cesar Bononi. Dream hits this gigantic elbow. Very impressive. Uh, it, 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 okay, so this week, not this, uh, yeah, this week at Battlegrounds, we had that insane distance elbow from Xavier Woods. This elbow is, uh, it, it's not as far as Xavier Woods' elbow was, but, um, it's, it's, I, it's equally impressive, I think, because of the height that he gets and how big Velveteen Dream is. He is a tall dude. I get maybe that helps that helps to jump get uh, more jump out there into the ring, um, but it also makes it look that more painful to receive that elbow. Either way, not not that one elbow is, is better than the others, and Carrie Sane's elbow is ridiculous, but uh, it also in a completely different way. So uh, yeah, great great elbows being thrown recently, these days. Uh, <laughs> Velveteen Dream calls the NXT universe ugly, and they're going to have to wait for the Velveteen experience. Okay. I guess we're not supposed to like him. I thought... Well, I, I like him. I've liked him so far... I guess I wasn't supposed to like him. I don't know. Drew McIntyre comes out, uh, talks about how he's got a second chance that he blew it the first time. He uh, took it for granted that it's all any opportunity. It's up to you to make the most of it. And I thought that was a really cool, cool, cool message they put out. That it's he learned that he has to be the hardest worker in the world. And he was more than that. He was he became the hardest worker in the damn world. Did I say world before? Uh, worker in the room was what uh, he started with. He's like, no, I'm, I'm going to be the greatest worker in the world, not just the room. And he says, this is your NXT, your NXT, your NXT. Uh, look under your seats. You all have new cars. We are NXT chance erupt throughout the arena at Fulsa University. And then our main event, Cassius Ono versus Hideo Itami. Uh, Itami gets disqualified when he hits Ono in the junk with a mighty kick. He continues the attack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I've never heard this phrase before, and I'm, so I'm really surprised that I haven't. Because it is brilliant. The peninsula south of the equator. How have I not... Maybe I have heard that before. But, yeah, that's uh, pretty pretty solid. Pretty solid euphemism for, for, for junk there. Um, he continues the attack. He hits him with two uh, go-to-sleeps. So that's a go-to, T-W-O, sleep. And then he uh, does the same. If he doesn't use the, his knee, is it still a go-to-sleep? I think I think we can technically say that it is. He, he did it a third time, but instead his knee, he used those steel steps. Cassius Ono is uh, dispatched. 
is a is a good good word for it. Dispensed. He is wiped out, and he just slides down the side of those steel steps. A husk of a man whose experience experience of out and out of body uh, episode, perhaps. So, uh, yeah, this week was great. I, I wish I'd wa- been able to watch uh, NXT and main events sooner than I did. I'm recording this on Monday, so Raw is about to start in like an hour from when I'm recording this. So I, uh, I'm i really looking forward to see what happens next on all of the shows. Uh, SummerSlam, weeks away, mere weeks away, less than a month away at this point. It's going to be great. So let me know what you thought about uh, this week of stuff. Uh, what do you think is going to happen moving forward? The the matches that we knew that we have confirmed for Summer SummerSlam. Who do you think is going to win? We got that uh, Fatal Four Way for the Universal Championship. We have a uh, what else do we have? Um, Alexa Bliss versus Bailey. We have uh, Naomi versus Natalia. I can't remember anything else that is confirmed yet. What's going to happen? Let me know what you think by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back with week 31 of WWE 2017. Bye!